it's a cliche, but it's true. It doesn't matter how many times you fall, it's about how many times you can stand up and come back to do what you do best, which is, in our case, play football. So it is, it's not about not failing, it's about uh, keep going. What gives us our edge? And how do we go beyond it? How thin is the line between taking part and tipping into victory? What inspires those moments of rare advantage, down to the millimetre, down to the microsecond, that change the shape of a race? Is it faith, talent, focus, or sheer determination? Are winners born or made? And what happens when things go wrong, or when it all goes right? Welcome to The Edge. We'll be talking to people operating at the very edge of possibility. From athletes to actors, and from artists to entrepreneurs. I'm your host, Theo van den Bruecke, and we'll be giving you the fuel you need to get in the zone and leave your limits in the dust. Watch out. This is The Edge, a podcast by Tag Heuer. Today on The Edge, we're lucky enough to be joined by three players from Manchester United, Bruno Fernandes, Jesse Lingard and Juan Mata. Thank you all so much for talking to us. It's great to have you all here. At The Edge, we're interested in talking about what it takes to get to that next level in your profession, whatever it may be. We talk a lot about success and how to achieve it, but we also talk about how to manage failure and to deal with pressure, particularly in sport. So I'm intrigued to know how each of you deal with the pressure of playing at this level for a team like Manchester United. Let's start with you, Bruno. So I'm I'm a, I'm a person who honestly like pressure. I work better under pressure because I think it's something may make me work a little bit better, a little bit harder. Uh, don't let me stay comfortable in my place. It's something I understand on on the years and playing with big players and many many players has has told to me build pressure around you. You know, uh, on on your family and everything. I always. I don't like to have people around me who is always saying, "Yeah, you are the best. You are doing well." I want I want persons around me who are saying what I'm doing wrong. Did you have any thoughts on that, Jesse? How do you handle pressure, both on and off the pitch? Um, yeah, I think everyone's different. Um, obviously, there's there's many ups and downs in football, and you know, um, I think it's just you know the, the type of people we are. We're, you know, we're used to the pressures of, of, of playing for Man United. It's, it's a massive club and, um, you know, sometimes it can be hard, you know, dealing with defeat sometimes, but mm. I think we're strong enough as, as human beings and um, we have obviously people off the pitch that we can that we can obviously, you know, speak to as well, um, you know, which always help. Maybe maybe family members, maybe um, even friends. So um, I think everyone's different, but, you know, we can we deal with it in, in, in certain ways and in, in different ways. And how about you, Juan? Do you feel the same way about playing for such a huge club? It must be an enormous pressure. Yeah, I think it's very important for, a, in my case, for a professional football player to be able to to play for many years in in a high level to to deal with expectations and pressure and the demands of not only the game itself but to play for Manchester United is it's it brings a lot of responsibility. So, of yeah, you need to be mentally resilient. And uh, you need to disconnect from football from time to time also. Uh, it's, it's nice to have some time off where you can just switch off and recharge for, for every game. We play so many games nowadays. So, yeah, it's it's one of the 
under my point of view, most difficult things to be able to to manage the pressures of of football nowadays with all the repercussion that we have uh, every three days because every three days you have a, an exam in which so many people is going to be watching and and there is a you know that feeling of uh, losing, not performing well, making mistakes that is is always in your mind, but you need to be strong enough or confident enough to overcome that. And I guess a lot of that is about learning to deal with failure and to not see that as a kind of endpoint, but rather as a development. How have you learned to do that? I don't know any single player in in football that uh, never made a mistake or never felt that we we failed. Of course, we we make mistakes. We look uh, we lose games, um, but it's a cliche, but it's true. It doesn't matter how many times you fall, it's about how many times you can stand up and come back to do what you do best, which is, in our case, play football. So it is, it's not about not failing, it's about uh, keep going. As a team, you had a very tricky European Championship. Um, Bruno, how do you get yourself back to where you need to be mentally after something like that, or indeed after a bad game? So, you, you know, I'm not I'm not the best person to to lose a game or to have a bad day because I get I get mad with myself but I know I know how to bounce back and for me bounce back is doing the hard work is doing what you have done before uh, always as the same the same way you have done because sometimes you get results others not but if 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 more if if you get better results more time than bad results that is the job you have to keep doing just Sometimes doesn't happen. Sometimes the other team doing better than you. Sometimes you have an unlucky day. But the main point is believe in, in the process, you know. Trust the process and, and keep doing what you think is best, is better for you. If you think something has to change or something has to, to be have done different than before, just change it and do it. And that's the way I live. Um, and the way I want to keep doing is like, for me, the process I've I've done in the last few years is is working well and so I'm I'm keeping that process. Mm. If I feel something new I can I could add to my process, I will I will add and I have had in the in the past few years and many, many things to, to help me to be a better player. With that in mind, obviously there's a whole new generation of athletes, not just in football but in all sports, who are talking much more openly about mental health challenges and how they cope with them. Do you feel like one of those people, Jesse? Do you think the conversation is moving forward fast enough or is there more that needs to be said? Um, yeah, definitely think more can be said. Um, you know, I remember when I spoke out and, you know, it's it's, a, it's like a weight off your shoulders and I've seen obviously many more, um, you know, players that have, that have come out and spoke about it. So I think it is an area that, that can be touched on a little bit more and, um, you know, I think, I think many more people will eventually start, you know, speaking out a bit more, like say, you know, football is a lot of pressure, and you know you can be dealing dealing with things off the mm. pitch, um, you know, and taking it onto the pitch, which is not really good. No, I mean, I know you've talked personally about your mum's struggles and your own struggles in tandem with that. Do you feel like you've learned a lot to help yourself move forward after that experience? Yeah, hundred percent. I think you know everything that we go through is is always um, you know, you're always learning, you know, through the difficult patches and and how to handle it, you know, in the future, and you know, I've had. I've had good people around me to to help me through through all that, and um, you know I've had to be you know mentally strong myself. So um, you know it, it can always be hard to to come back, but you know eventually we, we get there in the end. Yeah, of course, sure. And how about you, Juan? Do you think it's important that players talk about their mental health? 
And do you think you can teach younger players how to manage their stress? Yeah, I think it's very important for for every football player um, to be able to be open, to, to express how we feel. Uh, it can be with, with someone in the club, with someone in your family, with someone that you trust, to express when you don't feel good. Because uh, we don't feel good sometimes. You know, Some people think that because we're football players and we live a privileged life, we don't have our down moments, and we do. Mm. We will have personal matters, we will have many things going on, and on top of that, we need to perform every three days. So I think it's very good that many players are opening and other athletes and speaking out about how important it is to to be in a good mental position. Um, especially today with, with the social media and all the platforms with so many repercussions, every single game where a little mistake become a big mistake and reach millions of people, it's very important to be as stable as you can in, in your mindset and as consistent in your state of mind. And that's not easy. Do you have any specific techniques that you use to do that? No, I just try to get uh, away from the noise. Uh, you know, we, we know when we have played good or bad, and so you don't need uh, to read about about how bad you have played or how if you missed a penalty or a big chance or something. Um, in a way, it's just uh, hurting yourself even more. So I think you, you need to find a routine mm-hmm. in which you are a little far from all this noise and keep doing the same things and keep believing that sooner or later your work is going to come through and, and of course, your qualities uh, will, will stand out and, and will make you perform good. Uh, yeah, sometimes the simple, the simplest advice is the best, which is try to get away from from the noise. Yeah, of course, that does sound like good advice. Makes sense. I mean, I mean, Bruno, what's your take on this conversation about players' and mental health? Do you personally have any kind of routine or philosophy that helps you? Um, I, I'm, I'm a quite uh, close person on that. You know, when I have my main problems, I close myself. Because I start thinking, I, I I do all the way until there, until here, by doing the things I believe. So I keep doing the things. I, I as I said before, if if you have a process since the beginning and you believe, uh, just go go on with that. Just trust yourself. Believe on that. Don't never never stop believing on that. Because for me, that the process I have done in since the beginning of my career bring me here so why i should stop why i should do something different mm. for me uh, football is all about what you believe and what you think you can do you, you don't have to be the same as other people you have to be your your best version don't think like i will i want to be better than that one or better than the other one you have to be the best version of yourself because you are not the other one you are yourself so you be be yourself be the best version you can because in football, players, they are all different. It's not one player is equal to another one. You know, sometimes the kids come uh, come up from the youth and we start to comparison like, uh, he's like Ronaldo, he's like that one, he's like that one. It's not like that. It doesn't work like that. No, not, we'll, we'll never have a, a new Ronaldo, a new Messi, a new Maradona, a new Pelé, a new Eusebio. That's never happened. That will never happen again. You can say, you have some qualities then the same as the other player, but of course. similar, not the same. 
There are no, it's impossible to find a, a new, a new Cantona for the club, a new David Beckham for the club. Mm. I trying to talk with a mental coach. Mm. At the beginning, I was thinking like, uh, this will help me and, and they will help me to be more calm, to be, because that make me a, probably in that moments, I'm, I, honestly, I'm a quite, odd person like stressful I'm, I'm stressed when i was on the, I'm on the pitch on the pitch i'm really difficult to to hold on my emotions but uh, i try to to talk with someone who could probably help me but after a little bit i start thinking like this is not the way i am this is not the way i i should come out of my problems i i know how to come out of these problems because I know myself better than no one. No one knows me better than, better than me. Mm. And every day I start doing different things and thinking the way I could calm myself. And that was the way I, I improved myself to be, to be the way, the way I am and where I am now. So thinking about that desire for constant improvement, you mentioned before the importance of having people around you who tell you when you're falling short and give you that positive pressure. But I imagine it must also be quite difficult in your position to find people who can be completely honest with you. Friends, for example, might always want to be objective when it comes to your performance. So how much do those relationships contribute to improving your game? It's difficult. That's that's why you have you have to surround you uh, from from with the good good people, with the people you know will push yourself to be better, you know. Mm. Uh, I know my wife, my dad, my brother, and I have probably four four or five friends who can, who I can say they are the ones I, 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 I like to talk because they, they always will push to me uh, in the world of football uh, the way it is now is like numbers matter more than performance sometimes and uh, in the position I am now for example because I have scored many goals they did many assists people when I don't score I don't do assists like oh, a bad game from Bruno and sometimes I do better games than, than when I score goals but people don't see that but the people I have around me I know they will see that so that's most important for me uh, it sounds like you're very lucky to have those people around you um, so let's move away from those kind of challenges and talk about some of the achievements Huang can you tell us what the proudest moment of your career has been so far um, I think the proudest feeling overall for me is it has been and it still is to make my family happy um, and to mel to make the people around me proud yeah of course winning trophies and scoring goals and all that is fantastic but above all to be able to to make the people around you happy it's it's something that football you know gives you and for me is one of the most important things who's been the greatest influence on in your footballing career and why well, my dad used to be a professional football player, so I learned a lot from him, but also from my mom, from my granddad, which is, which was uh, an incredible football fan. So mainly my, yeah, my family, my sister, my friends, the people around me, and in terms of football, I learned a lot about my dad uh, from my dad, but also uh, I played in Real Madrid Academy in Valencia, where so many great players have played and. During my time there, where I was 15 until 19, I had great managers and, and great teammates who taught me a lot. Mm. Um, I used to admire players like Zidane or Ronaldinho, which at those times were the best in the world. So um, you try to feed off from the people that you admire, and certainly I try to do that. Brilliant. 
And what about you, Jesse Lingard? Who's been the biggest influence on your footballing career thus far? Um, I'd probably say my granddad. He used to take me. He's the first one that, that, that properly got me into football. He used to take me from down the motorway when I was on trial at, at different clubs. Um, and, you know, he, he's always been there and he, he still gets on, on my case, you know, even to this date. Um, but he's always been, you know, super proud. And, um, like I say, it, it's been a long road to, you know, from where I was to, to get where I am now. So, um, you know, he, he's still he's still happy and he's still, you know, happy seeing his grandson play football. Mm. I mean, most of the sports people I interview say something similar to Bruno, that it's important to surround yourself with the right people. But I can imagine that being a sports person with the training, the travel, the level of dedication, it must be quite an insular thing. If you don't succeed or play as well as you want to, you can go in it yourself. Is that something you experience? How do you stop yourself from doing it? Um, yeah, I used to do that, to be fair, quite a bit. Um, you know, especially you know, when we lose a game or you know things don't go don't go right, right way you know kind of close up and um, you know kind of deal with it on your own instead of you know maybe you know speaking to you know, your family or, or your friends about you know certain situations or you know things that went on in the game it's you know I, I always analyse games now whether you do whether you do good or bad um, just to learn you know for the next time and um, you know open up even more to, to to certain people that I can speak about on, on to, on to, into the game but that's, that's that comes through it with experience and you know, the things that I've dealt with in the past. Mm. We, we've spoken a lot about the pressure that comes from outside the team, um, but what about the pressure that comes from your teammates? Is it a good thing if there's competition within or do you try and kind of ignore it? No, it's good. Like I say, everyone's, everyone wants to play. Everyone's hungry to, to play. You know, we've got a big squad now. Um, you know, so many players that want that want playing on a, on a match day, and you know, everyone's working so hard in training that we, you know, we we push each other, and you know, like I say, when when um, you know when you're on a bench, you're always ready to to make an impact, and and when you start, you want to you want to start sharp. So I think everyone's, you know, I feel like there's a real togetherness at the moment with the squad. You know, we like to push each other in training to to get the best out of each other. Sure, uh, and Bruno, you spoke about the positive pressure from family and friends. Is it the same with teammates? Is there a healthy competition within the team? Yeah, I think in many interviews, people are saying uh, Nema, so he's always talking about this. We make the competition in in the training grounds, you know, to know who in the small games when we play five v fives or seven v sevens or also eleven v elevens between us. Uh, it's always a, a kind of competition. Last uh, before the game against West Ham, we did a competition on free kicks. Left side against right side was me and Cristiano against Alex and uh, Juan. Mm -hmm. You know, this kind of competition is good because push yourself to be better, as I said before. And uh, of course, Portuguese do wins always. <laughs> uh, but it's the kind of competition you need. You know, uh, if you don't have this kind of competition inside, it would be hard to push yourself because you can have the mentality you want. Uh, you will push yourself at the maximum you want. But when someone gives that spicy to you, you know something more will come from you. You know, and that what is that why I sometimes Nema did to me. Sometimes I do to Nema. Sometimes. Paul sometimes Jaden also did with me in the beginning and then I did with him to push himself to do a little bit better and so this is really important for the team and it's good because it's also a healthy competition you know it's not like that kind of competition like if I don't if I don't win I will be mad with someone no it's that kind of competition when you will be mad if you don't win because you know they will come and laugh on you. Yeah. That's that's why. <laughs> Speaking about that healthy competition Jesse how exciting is it having Ronaldo on the team now? 
yeah, it's it's huge. It's, it's had a massive influence, you know, already on the team and you know what he can bring to the to the squad. You, you know, you seen already with the goals that he scores. Um, you know, he's been amazing, and you know, he's so down to earth and and humble. You know, and he likes to to help you. Um, you know, individual as well. So despite all the excitement and goodwill, sometimes when expectations are high, fans and critics can be very harsh towards players. Juan, do you think you surround yourself with people that give you that criticism because it helps you improve, like Bruno? You spoke about keeping away from the noise, but how easy is that when so many people have an opinion? I don't think it's real if everyone that's around you always says yes to you, and how nice you are or how good you played, even though you played not good. I think you need people around you that tells you the truth, whether you like it or not, and then you can grow as a player and mm. as a person. Uh, again, you need to know who this criticism is coming from and if if it's fair and if it can make you better. Because some of the criticism is also noise. And you should not listen to it too much. But the important and fair and truthful criticism, it can be very useful. Do you agree, Jesse? Is criticism useful? And how do you deal with it personally? Yeah, I'm not too bad. I think I've, I've learned over the years, <laughs> um, you know, especially with with family now. But you know, it's it's come to a point, you know, now, um, you know, where obviously we we do things different, and it's it's not really it's not really criticism. It's just you know things you can you can learn on and and, and work on. And obviously, like I say, when you analyze games, um, you know, you can look through certain situations and see what you can improve on. As we've said, expectations this season are very high. So I wanted to ask each of you, how much does winning actually matter to you? Bruno, let's start with you. I think we all say in football, you know, winning is is the only thing that matter because you come you come to to a game of football to win. Everything you you do in your own life, you want to be successful. So being successful is winning on on something. So you could say, yeah, winning is not the main point. Uh, I think winning is not the main point when you play for the youth. Yeah, there the main point is building people, building players to be successful in the future, to be winners in the future. But when you arrive at this point, uh, winning is the only thing that matters. Do you feel the same way, Juan Mata? How much does winning matter to you? Well, it matters a lot for me. Uh, We play football in a competitive way because there is a team that wins at the end of the of the league or of the tournament but there is much there's something else to it for me it's of course winning it's key but the way you win the process in which you try to win in a certain way the the tools that you use for for that victory for me matter too so when you win feeling proud of what you have done the way you've played the way you entertain fans, the way your players have behaved and all that, I think it gives you a deeper meaning of victory, that only winning by chance. And you, Jesse? Yeah, it's everything. I like, I like to win everything. You know, whether it be football, whether it be playing table tennis, whether it be playing, you know, little games, you know, with your friends. I like to win everything. And um, I think it's always good to to have that winning mentality. We, we've seen over the years the players that we've had in the team, like Zlatan and, you know, Cristiano's coming now and, you know, you know they all brought that, that winning that winning mentality and it kind of you know rubs off on you as well. But you know I've always been very competitive since I was uh, you know a little boy. Um, but yeah, I think you know winning means winning means everything. 
do you have a specific pre-match routine to get you into that winning mentality? Um, not really. I think you know, just when the music's on, um, just getting into your zone and um, you know, having a little dance here and there. But you know, people are people are different in 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 how they you know prepare for games. Um, you know, what me, I'm always you know fully focused on listening to music. One of the other things we talk about a lot on the edge are the challenges of sports people's post-playing careers. With almost every sport, there's a physical limit to being able to play at the top level. Is that something you've already thought about, Juan? Are you already planning for the future? Um, you start to think about it, of course, when you are over 30 and you know you, you, know you cannot play for Manchester United or, or professional football forever. So... Yes, I have that in the back of my mind, but it doesn't take too much space because for me, there's nothing else than present, really, in life. You can plan for many things that most of them never is going to happen. So I, I tend to focus on the present and take every day as it comes. And And the most important thing is that I still feel the passion for the game, the passion for coming and training and enjoying playing football. And until I feel like that, I will keep playing. Um, you seem to have a levelness and temerity to you that would make you quite a good manager or even a coach, maybe? I'm not sure about this. Uh, some days I feel like I will love it, and other days I nah, I think I, I could not. It's not a fair job, you know. And I think in, in football, you know, when you're a football player, which is the best position you can be in the football world, under my point of view, you are there in the game, you can affect the game, and you are the last let's say the last person between you and the result, between the game and the result, you can affect the game. Anyway, it's a, I mean, it's a great job to be surrounded by football players and to try to make them better and win and improve. So maybe, but at the moment, I, I don't really know. And what about you, Jesse? Do you see yourself coaching in the future? Um, I know there's a while to go until that happens. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not really thought really that too, too far ahead, um, you know, as of yet. But, you know, like I say, I'm, I'm into a lot of things at the moment and, and you know, I like to, to dive into, you know, to, to different things and, um, yeah, we'll see. It'll be, it'll be interesting anyway. Yeah. And lastly, Juan, if you were to give one piece of advice to a young player coming up now, what would it be? Well, it would be to make him or her think about enjoying as much as they can. Sometimes when you become professional and we have spoken before mm. about the dead, demands and expectations can diminish that enjoyment right so if you can keep that level of enjoyment or in what you do and also keep the passion for the game as long as you can you will be closer to playing your best level and also believing in yourself they will face some challenges and some obstacles but they need to keep believing in themselves because otherwise nobody else would that seems like an inspiring place to finish uh, thank you all so much for taking the time to speak to us. It was really lovely to meet you all in person and obviously at the extraordinary Old Trafford. Uh, good luck to you all for the rest of the season. Thank you so much. Thank you for joining us at The Edge, a podcast by Tag Heuer. Don't forget to subscribe on Spotify, iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. The Edge is also an online magazine. Go to magazine.taghoyer.com for more articles, interviews and photo series that bring together our love of watches and our desire to push ourselves to the edge of our limits. I'm your host, Theo van den Broeke. Until next time, keep an eye out 
This is The Edge.